Here we are. Welcome back to Equal Time Soccer. I'm Mark Pervratsky and I'm joined by my co-host Rachel Norton to talk to you about the NSIC tournament coming up this week, November 10th to 14th. Um, all the other college seasons are wrapping up too, Division One, Division Three. So we're excited to preview the best, you know, D2 conference in the country, I would say. And we've got four different Minnesota teams who are involved. Bemidji State, Mankato, Concordia St. Paul, and of course, uh, St. Cloud State, who got in kind of on a great run at the end of the season. So Rachel, I want to start with you. You're a vet. You've gone through this so many times. Talk about your favorite memories or, dare I say, heartbreaks from conference tournaments past. Oh, Bemidji. I mean, we've never done that great in the tournament. So I'm really looking forward to Alyssa's team and the Beavers this year doing it because they seem to be doing everything we did and more. So I'm super excited to see how they do. I mean, I think that they're all about breaking records. So they definitely want to get that last record that we keep trying to get. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited for you guys. I really want you to do it. And it's crazy that you're playing Northern first round. I mean, that's my, that's my other little team. So I'm rooting, I'm rooting for you guys, but it's going to be tough to watch. Yeah. It's the Norton cup for sure. It's the Norton Derby. What, what does it take? I mean, so this is what, I mean, college students are used to playing games really quick because you play two every weekend, but this is three games in five days if you want to win it, which is really insane. I mean, anyone who's not like 20 years old, you know, just looks at that and says, well, how in the hell do you do that? What what do you do to prepare and kind of like, you know, what can you do, you know, to, to deal with it? Because you're going to get tired, right? Yeah, you're definitely going to get tired. Um, I think it just takes a little bit of that grit because it's starting to get colder out. And that's always a factor too. I mean, I envy those warm states um in this time of year because you're just getting more pumped more pumped and now it's getting colder out and everyone's wearing toe warmers and so many like gloves and like you don't even look like yourself <laughs> you look kind of dumb um <laughs> so yeah you guys you guys um have a lot of grit i can tell already and even at a young age like that's really hard to get and coach stone said that in the interview the other night just like just having that senior mentality, you guys definitely have it, even no matter what age you are. So yeah, you guys, I mean, you, you know what you have to do and I think you'll do it. So. All right. We're totally unbiased uh, program today <laughs> <laughs> to the other players from the other squads. Right, Rachel? Yeah, but, totally. <laughs> look, we, we would expect nothing less. Rachel should be uh, uh, proud to be a beaver. Uh, yeah. So let's dive into it. We have Alyssa Stumbach here um, and Alyssa plays for the Bemidji State Beavers, who we were just talking about a little bit. You're the 2021 regular season champs. Tell us how that feels, Alyssa. It feels amazing, but we're not done yet. Um, hopefully, God has more in store for us. There you go. The coach was listening to that. That was a good <laughs> Yeah, it was a test. <laughs> that was a stone answer right there. I love it. <laughs> um, talk, talk about what it takes to stay consistent all year, like rising to the top 10. You guys are number six ranked. Um, nationally, like, kind of tell us how that, how that, um, what it takes to get there. Apart from being physically fit and wanting to play our best game every game, we have to go in with the mentality that uh, David still beat Goliath. No matter who we are in that story, uh, it just takes one mistake and it can come tumbling down. 
um, all of our dreams, all of our hopes. And so we got to remember that no matter who we are playing, we have to come out on fire. We have to come out and play our best game. Otherwise, anyone can take us down. And so that's how we are mentally preparing for each game is that we need to be the absolute best version of ourselves every time, our best version of a teammate, our best version of a soccer player, because we do want to win. And hopefully uh, God will carry us and bless our team as he has already. Um, But we really just want to be the best. And we have to prove that every game because it's not just given to us. Nice. And well, I mean, speaking of how, I mean, a team that is successful, like you've been this year, as a keeper, it's kind of unique because you actually kind of, it can get kind of boring. You actually you have games where you don't touch the ball a lot, um, you know, and it also. But then you're coming into a conference tournament where you're going to play the best teams, and so you actually like will need to be the sharpest. Like, how do you prepare? How do you stay focused for your moments in those games where you maybe don't touch the ball for a half? You know, and then how do you kind mm-hmm. of you know prepare to ramp it up when you know you're going to see the best offenses you've seen? You know, in a tight succession. I just have to stay focused. I have to remember um, that I am playing the game and that I am also a teammate. And so I communicate to my back line, uh, whether that's through marks, I communicate to my midfield if they can turn. And so I'm also trying to just help communicate on the field where other players might not be communicating as well. And so that's how I stay focused in the game. It's a big part is just communication. Yeah, would you say that like your your team defense and all that, like are are you guys a unit, you and your defense? Like what makes you guys so strong? Because you're um, 19th in the country in goals against average and 20th in save percentage. So tell us about like your dynamic with your defense a little bit. My defense is really good. It's the best defense that I have had um, so far. And they are just, they communicate so well. They play off of each other so well. My center backs are insane. Uh, They get every 50-50 ball. They're strong. They're aggressive. Uh, They're good with their feet. They can kick it long. They're amazing. And then my outside backs, they make those runs up the field. They're insane. They're really good at being an extra midfielder. Um, They're really fast. They get those 50-50 balls, and they listen to my center backs, and we just move as a unit so well. My defense makes my job easy, and I'm very thankful for them. Nice. Yeah, it is those, it, it, it's tough to, stats make it easy for people who don't watch the games, you know, to know what's going on. But like as the goalkeeper, the stats are kind of unique. So that was another, coaches listening to that too, that you gave the whole defensive unit, you know, the credit for those things too. But what are your, so looking to next week, this week, you have your first round opponent in Northern State. We joked about it. Rachel having coached there after playing for Bemidji. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, so talk about what you see in the game coming up for Northern State. Obviously, you're favored, like being highly ranked, like we said, but you have to get through this first round. Um, so just talk about the challenges facing them and how you think you'll be successful. The challenges that we're going to face is just the mental game again. Um, obviously, they are a very good team. They're in the conference tournament for a reason. But mentally with our team, it'll be, oh, we beat them once, we can beat them again, but we need to prove that we can beat them again. And so it'll just be that aspect of not coming in with any preconceived notions, but just playing every game like our life depends on it. Yeah, sometimes it can be harder when you're the one that's favored. I mean, because they're going to come in, they got nothing to lose. So just Mm -hmm. keep that in mind as well. But um. What are, what are you and the team's goals? Like, what are your, do you want to make the NCAA, win it? Um, <laughs> do 
you guys have like specific benchmarks or kind of things that coach talks about this year or what do you think? We want to make it to the final four. We want to make it to Colorado Springs. And personally, I really want to make it as well because I'm from Wyoming. And so it's very close uh, to my family and my friends and they'll come up if we get there. Um, And so we want to make the final four, but we really want to break records this year. We want to win our first NSIC tournament. And we want to ultimately, we do want to win the NCAA tournament. We wouldn't be playing if we didn't want to win that. And we're just hoping that God blesses us if it's his will that we do win. All right. You heard it. That's, I mean, that's great. I love that. That's because, I mean, if you haven't won the NSIC tournament, it'd be easy enough to say like, you know, we just, we want to make the NCAA, right? That's a good, but that's not the ceiling for you guys. That's a, Yeah. That's a, we're excited to tune in. Um, so aside from the soccer team, because I think any, if we asked any player, what do you like most like about Bemidji State, you'd say, oh, I like my teammates and the team. Aside from the soccer team, what is your favorite thing about Bemidji? Like whether it be what, what it's like to live in Bemidji being a student or Bemidji State like being in the college? Mine personally would be the ministry options that I have here. I've uh, made a lot of Christian friends here as I was very young in my faith when I came to college and I'm in a Bible study, I'm in church. There's almost every night I have an option to go out and just be with other Christians and have this amazing community. And so that's what God has really blessed me through Bemidji is just this outreach of Christians when I've only been a Christian for two years. And so when I first came here, I was just a baby, as I said. And so God really blessed me with that. Wow, that's cool. What Are there other athletes you connect with on that? Who are like, I know I, you know, there's sometimes like the Christian athlete club on campus. Like, are there other athletes you connected with doing that? Yes, through softball. Uh, I've made a lot of close friends that are Christians as well. And I've become close with um, baseball and also just some other girls on the soccer team. Right on. That's awesome. I didn't know that you were such like a new Christian kind of. That's really cool, especially that Bemidji brought you there. Um, Mm -hmm. Because I think it's that for a lot of people. But that's really awesome. Um, So we got to ask you too, Alyssa. So we talked about this before we went live. But, you know, it's been a nice fall. We haven't had any snow. We joke about the snow. But it is what it is. The, The weather app for this week says Bemidji has a high of 43 and the low of 30 for Wednesday for your first round. And I know you take it one game at a time, but I did look at Sunday. And Sunday, the high is uh, 34 and the low is 19. So just what goes through your head with that? Obviously, you live in Bemidji. It's not shocking. But how, how do you prepare for that? You really don't. You just have to you just have to throw yourself in there because there's nothing that I can do to prepare myself for that because all I can wear is leggings and oh. Under Armour and then latex gloves underneath my goalie gloves. Like there's not much I can do. And so it's just Mm -hmm. a mental game of, okay, it's going to happen. You're just going to have to deal with it (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because everyone else is also going against the same weather, but how prepared, I guess, mentally are they going to be compared to you? Like how bad do you want it, Alyssa, pretty much? Mm -hmm. Those teams from the Southern NSIC, I mean, they don't have weather. Like they will have nothing yet. (laughs) (laughs) It's not that warm. Yeah. But... That's great. Rachel, do you have any other questions for your fellow uh, BSU Beaver? Um, No, but that's so funny. I promised myself I'd never play soccer in the snow again after college. I was like, on my co-ed teams, like when it's too cold, I'm like, I'm not coming. I'm over this. (laughs) (laughs) Alyssa, we really, 
We really appreciate you joining us, Lisa. We're excited to watch the tournament. Congrats on the success and um, excited to hear about your ambitious goals. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right. So well, good luck. Thank you. All right. So Rachel, the logo is a little funny right now. We're going to move it. We're going to bring in Sierra Bailey, who is a Concordia St. Paul Golden Bear. And uh, we're going to bring her in right now. Hello, Sierra. Hi. Hi. <laughs> All right. So we, I mean, we lean on, uh, I mean, soccer is a small world. We lean on personal connection sometimes to get guests on the show. So Sierra, do you want to talk about how you even know uh, Rachel Norton, my co-host here? Yeah. So my sister actually played with Rachel at Bemidji State. Um, she's an alumni now. She graduated two years ago. So um, in 2020. Um, but yeah, that's how I know Rachel. She's really good friends with my sister. I love. It. Did you ever get to play your sister? What year are you? I I, for, I confess. Yeah. So I'm a senior now, but I did get to play my sister my freshman and sophomore year, which was really cool. And Sierra, who won? Freshman year, they won. My sophomore year, we won. <laughs> that's good. It evens out at Thanksgiving. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but since it was her senior season, she wasn't too happy about it, but it's all good. It's all good in the family. <laughs> uh, I love that. Wow. That's that's cool. I love I love talking to siblings who play each other. We have there's like division 1 siblings from Minnesota who play. It's it's just it's a fun thing and fun for the parents especially. Yeah. yeah it, my um, parents love that game. They were they were did, looking forward to it all season. What did they wear? What did they wear to the game? Um they they always joke that they were going to wear like one person school, one half, and then the others the second half. Yeah. But I think they ended up just one of them wore CSP and the other one wore Bemidji. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> so talk about the end of your year. Um, you had a double overtime tie against Mankato to end the year, which is, I mean, you know, it, tough to not get the win when you fought that well against Mankato, but that's you know, frankly, a really good test going into the tournament. Talk about that tough game and kind of taking that mindset into the tournament just a few days later. Um, so last time we played Mankato in conference, we beat them. But uh, this past season, going into that game, they were ranked second and we were ranked sixth. So it, like no matter what, going into it, no matter how like the result was if we won it was going to be an upset so we didn't really have anything to lose it was just more so like let's just carry this on and try to beat Mankato just like we did last time mm -hmm. yeah this year I mean you guys fought hard with the top teams like Mankato, Augie, Minot and then losing just by one point to Bemidji so what made your team so hard to beat in those like massive games I think everyone's resilience. Um, we have 33 people on our team and every single person can go on the field and make a difference. Like we have a very, very deep bench, even underclassmen. I think every single person that can come on the field is able to make a difference. And I think that's what sets us apart from most teams in the conference, definitely. Wow. Did you have a lot of players using an extra year because of last year? Is that, or does your team just always tend to trend that big? Um, so only one person actually returned, um, Kayla. She is a center back on our team. But I think we just had a couple of transfers come in. We did have a D1 transfer, and then we did have two 
um, girls. So one of them was from New Zealand and then the other one was from the UK. And then, yeah, so we just had them come in um, as transfers. But no, normally we don't have a, this big of a roster. I just think based off of our program's success, um, that just like drew people to, to come to CSP and play soccer. Nice. Especially so, for I mean, Steve. Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, clearly, yeah. I mean, because if players are willing to be in a squad that big, you know, they're accepting, you know, not getting playing time. I mean, plenty of the players don't, you know, aren't going to see as much as they want, maybe, you know, even if they do play some, yeah. you know, so that it does show there's a positive, you know, culture aspect to it. Um, yeah. I mean, speaking of that, I mean, it's probably, I mean, it's probably a role you play more and more is helping foster that. Cause I know you started what every game this year. Um, and so I'm sure your role really grew. How was your role on a team, on a big team like that? I know you played probably, you know, you were in the top five or six in minutes. So talk about the role you played on the, the Bears squad this year. I mean, I just came into the season knowing it was going to be my last, and I just wanted to put forth like 100%, um, especially having uh, last year taken away from us. I really wanted to take the most of the season and just, just give it my all, and I feel like that's what I've done, and I feel like that's what my team has done, um, and that's kind of garnered our success, definitely. Yeah, I've seen you step up huge this year. I mean, even after the game during Bemidji, I came up to you. I'm like, oh, my God, because I've played with Sierra during the summers. And I'm like, you've gotten so much better. Like, it's so fun to watch you play. So, like, you had two goals um, in two, like, two to one. So, like, two game-winning goals. Do you mm -hmm. normally score a lot of goals? Like, talk about your, your no. memories. Uh I am, no, I'm not normally a goal scorer. I do like to shoot, and I feel like as a defender, like I can hit a decent shot. But um, no, honestly, the St. Cloud goal was really just a front the keeper. My coach always says front the keeper, and I gained that role on my team. I think I put myself in it to get on top of the keeper during corners. And um, one of my teammates just slide the ball in for me, and I was able to just flick it into the net. And then the other one was, it could have been a fluke, uh, but I'm I'm pretty proud about the whole 50 yard goal or however however far it was. 50. Wait, now we got it. I mean, now we're feeling I don't foolish. Know. We didn't stream this. Talk <laughs> us through the play. Talk us through the play, Sierra. Like you're. Okay. I mean, we, we need a radio broadcast of this. Okay, so I was just throwing the ball in. It was on the left side of the field. We were in like the final third. I threw the ball into my teammate, Jenna. She passed it back. I just took a touch. Uh, it possibly was attempted to be a cross, but uh, <laughs> I just got, I got it in the box and it bounced right in front of the SMSU keeper and she misjumped it and it went right over her head into the goal, um, which was really, really nice. No matter, like, no matter the goal, a goal is a goal. It went in the net. And we ended up winning the game because it was tied one to one with like 15 minutes or so left. So uh -huh. um, that saved us from going into overtime. And I was pretty proud um, to be able to do that for my team. That's amazing. I love that. Wait, how many goals did you score in high school? Do you remember? I think I had maybe six my senior year, but I was playing all over. Like I never had mm -hmm. one specific position in high school. Um, but yeah. That's so cool. That's exciting. I mean, do you have video? Did you get the video, Sierra, from the coaching staff? What's up with this goal? Yeah, I have the video. I have the video. I'll send it. I'll, I'll DM it your way. 
<laughs> well, we we love repost it. Yeah, because I mean, that is why, you know, we'll stream random games and do some highlights just because it's like people don't get to see anything. You know, I was watching yeah. uh, there were like four or five. I'm not exaggerating in the three state finals for high school yesterday. I watched them all for equal time and there was like four long distance rockets like that from wow. girls that were. Yeah, it was fun to watch. But um so talked about you open the tournament, Minot away. Minot was leading the conference a lot of the year, maybe kind of a surprise to be um, as, as good as they were, but they consistently ended the year. They're up still in the top. So you have to go away to them. What do you expect out of that game? Um, kind of, and what's the, what's the game plan to, to get past that first round with Minot? When we found out we were going to Minot, honestly, the spirits were pretty high because that that is our worst travel distance is going to Minot, basically on the border of Canada. Um, the spirits were really high. And last time we played them, it was in Minot. We tied them 0-0 in double overtime. So I think we're going to go out and give them another run for their money and maybe give, give, them, a, give them an upset, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. I think what's going to be crucial for that game is our defense again. Um, we're coming off of a really, really strong defensive effort against Mankato, shutting them out, and then also um, going off of shutting off, shutting out Minot. I think we just need to do that again, and I think our defense is going to propel the rest of our team in order to be successful on the field and and give them an upset and beat Minot. How many hours is it up there? How long of a drive? Uh, it's around seven and a half to eight and a half, depending on the bus driver. Yeah, man. After COVID, it's really, I, I know you all take road trips, but like after not driving during COVID, riding in some, it's really hard actually to ride in a car. <laughs> yeah. I always joked, I was like, yeah, me and the trainer were joking back and forth about how we're going to catch a flight there, actually. Yeah, we'll I mean, see, we'll see the team. We'll see the team when we get there. We're going to catch a flight. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was telling Mark before, I'm like, that was the one place my parents never, they were like, we're not going to Minot. We'll go everywhere, but we're not going to Minot. <laughs> my parents have put in the effort this season. They've come everywhere, including Minot. It was their first time they'd ever been, but they're, they're going to be back there for Wednesday. Uh-huh. They got to get, yeah, getting a hotel, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that well, hopefully it won't be, hopefully it's not a low of 20 there on Wednesday. It'll be, yeah, you can prep. Hopefully. You can prep. What's your favorite, what, I mean, you said that's kind of, that's the furthest away. What is your actual, like, what's your favorite road trip to take in the conference? Or maybe if you had a cool one you got to do in non-conference, you get to go kind of further away sometimes with those. Uh, most of non-conference, we've gone to Missouri. So mm -hmm. there's not a whole lot to see there. But I would say my favorite place to stay is in Sioux Falls because mm -hmm. there's a lot to do there and the hotel is always very nice. So mm -hmm. I would say maybe yeah. maybe wherever in Sioux Falls, whether it's Augie or, or USF, definitely. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, other than, I mean, other than Concordia and St. Paul, that's by far the biggest college town. That's the biggest town. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, crooks, you know, we got a lot of little towns like Crookston in my yeah. house. But. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Rachel, do you have any more questions for your buddy, Sierra? Nope, but I got to give a quick shout out to Lisa and Jason and Tony, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Squad. I've they, been to. I, 
I've been to the Bailey's cabin like uh, plenty of times. So I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the Bailey's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Where's the cabin? I mean, look, Sierra, Rachel's not a player anymore. You can tell all the stories you want about <laughs> Rachel on here. She's not oh, a player. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, my cabin's in Cross Lake. Okay, yeah. I used to live in Cross Lake for a little bit. In, oh, after really? Post-college job, yeah. What, what my, did you do in Cross Lake? I worked on a congressional campaign. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I feel confident, Sierra. I think I was the poorest person in Cross Lake, probably. Oh. <laughs> I think so. I was on. I was on So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Very pretty though. Ton, tons of lakes. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing place to be. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Here. Thank I know you, you got to so get to practice later. Me. Yep. Uh, film at four fifteen. Practice at five. All right. <laughs> so good luck to the Golden Bears. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having Bye. me. Yep. All right. So we've got we've got one other player on here. Uh, and thank you to, it's awesome. I mean, these players are, I don't even know when midterms are, Rachel. Are they like in midterms? They're probably just past them. No yeah, no idea. <laughs> no idea. You've already forgot. It's been too long, far too long. <laughs> we have a player from St. Cloud State joining us, Ari Del Moral, and I'm going to join Ari in here and we'll, we'll say hello. Hey, Ari. Hello. How are you guys? Very good. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So Ari, I mean, your team, Ari plays for St. Cloud State. It was, you kept it dramatic. Uh, I was with my brother uh, the day of the final games and he was looking at his phone, updating. Uh, you left it to the last minute. St. Cloud, they won their last two games, which you needed to do. And on the last day against UMD, you were in overtime. And I know you had an assist in that game. Just talk about the pressure and tension and then the like the feeling of getting through that getting the win yeah that was definitely a very high intense game because we knew we needed to win just based on what other teams were going to do like if we were going to get seventh or eighth we just the mentality into that game was we need to win it and so when Duluth tied it it definitely put pressure on us but at the end just a lot of, I think it came down to the team having grit, keeping, like, staying focused with the details and just organized, and then at the end finishing that chance by Claire Shea, which was a great finish. That's awesome. You guys had a run of playing um, Bemidji, Mankato, Concordia, Augie. Like, that's a tough stretch, and you guys, like, lost four in a row. Like, how did your team work through that to run and, like, recover basically um we definitely definitely looked at each game just one by one like what we needed to prepare and it's just we didn't really look back at the losses like we just looked forward at what we needed to do as a team and what we needed to do to keep getting those points because we definitely would say that um in those games they were very close like those goals were like scored in the end of the game like it was just very small details and overall I think we've had a couple injuries and we've had players been able to really adapt and just keep raising that level which has been really good yeah I mean and it's the thing about going into a conference tournament is it is the timing of the run so I mean having the losses earlier you know it, what matters is you're in the tournament now and coming in I mean nobody has the momentum from the final weekend like you all do. I mean, in terms of um, 
how that brings you together. Um, I want to ask you kind of a little bit about how uh, a little bit more of getting into uh, your St. Cloud situation. So you were a gopher before, obviously, people who follow Equal Time, I'm sure have seen your name before. And so you had that run, you know, you went through COVID there in terms of having a 2019 season that was typical, although a, a tough one for the Gophers overall. And then, you know, the 2020 season was what it was. And so what did you take from that, you know, it, it kind of having a rough start into then seeing your transfer and playing a big role with St. Cloud? Like what did, what did that build in you or, or help you in terms of this year? Yeah, I definitely think at, the U I really grew mentally as a player and just like embracing your role. And with COVID, it was definitely hard because we never knew like when our game could be like, just like canceled because of COVID. And so just always being ready and like being, taking care of the details of like being careful, like preparing, doing what you can control to like, prepare for the next game and I think here in St. Cloud I've definitely had a bigger role and just have had to learn and get to know the girls which has been a great thing and just adapting to that and kind of stepping into a different role than I had at the U has been another way for me to grow which has been really cool. Yeah that's awesome I mean Matt and uh, Mark talked to Greta and Jade your coaches for the Huskies right before the season. And they were so excited to have you coming in, but not just because of what you bring as a player, but because what you could provide in terms of like helping the other players grow um, based on your experience in those high level big 10 games. So what was the process like of learning a brand new team, but also kind of being a veteran presence, like the minute you join the, the Huskies? Yeah, I'd say initially it was hard to get to know players just because you're the only new player. Like you feel kind of like a freshman starting over a little bit. And so I think initially it was just getting to know them on like a individual level. That's how I feel like I started to develop relationships with the players and then just kind of grow off of that and um, yeah, and grow that way. And then in terms of just being a veteran, I think I really try to use my voice when I can to like give feedback from the experience that I've learned to try and carry that on in the future. Um, because I definitely would say I'm not the loudest person, but when I do have something to say, I've been trying to really help them in that way because I know that in the end it's gonna be it's gonna benefit the whole team. Nice. Yeah. How And in terms of picking St. Cloud, I mean, it was kind of it was a year where transfers really opened up when you transferred. So, I mean, now, you know, the scale of it is, you know, just expanding in every different sport. So just talk about how you ended up settling on St. Cloud and maybe if there were other places that you considered, you know, before making that call. Yeah. So I had entered into the transfer portal maybe a week after our season ended and was just not satisfied with just being done. I really wanted to keep playing and just get to enjoy soccer. And so Greta had reached out and I had a couple of conversations with her and really liked what she had brought and like really liked who she was and what she thought I could like grow as a player. And so also another big factor was being close to home as at the U I was 25 minutes from home and here being 50 minutes like that was a really big thing 
and also the MBA program, like I wanted to continue um, studying. And so I'd say those were really the biggest factors, just being close to home, getting to play, getting to know new players and just continue my education was big. Nice. What do you want? What is your MBA? What are you motivated to do with your MBA or what sort of like what sort of things attract you with that? Um, well, I'm still figuring it out a little bit, but um, my dad has a business and I think it'd be very cool to continue to it's a family business and help out there. It's an electronic manufacturing business. So maybe right. continue working there or somewhere in sports too, because I also, I just love sports environment. So. Yeah. Well, there's more and more um, professional women's soccer teams all the time. So mm -hmm. you could, maybe we're looking at a front office, that <laughs> yeah. person, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. And we need more women in power. <laughs> um, yeah. So you play Augie on Wednesday. Do you feel like I, Augie was always my toughest battle. I'm wondering for you, do you feel like you guys are a team with nothing to lose? Like, how are you guys going to get a win on them? Yeah, I think we definitely, when we saw we were going to play Augie, we were actually really excited because um, last time we played them, it was a really close game. Like the very first um, five, 10 minutes, we had opportunities to finish. And so I think a big thing for us going into this game is just starting off with energy and trying to get one in early and then keep it organized defensively just because a big thing from our last game was small defensive breakdowns. And I think if we can adapt, like adjust that and really stay focused all game, then I think it'll be a good game. Right All right. And tell us, so you, and like you said, you're so close to home, but you moved um, to a new city. I'm wondering, and it is, it must be different to go to St. Cloud than to be, you know, in the, at the U, but I'm wondering aside from like the soccer team, what your favorite part of St. Cloud is, Ari? Um, I would definitely say the people, I think in a short amount of time, I've really gotten to know, um, other people like my roommates are on the hockey team and just just how welcoming people are and i honestly like coming into st cloud i thought it was really going to be in the middle of nowhere but there's actually like so much like restaurants and places like it, there, it's an actual small town so i think that was something good to know about uh -huh. it but i'd say the people i've really liked mm -hmm. The towns get smaller, Ari. They get a lot smaller, even the college towns. Yeah. As someone who went to Morris only has 5,000 people. So that's where I went to college. <laughs> St. Cloud would have been, I mean, look, there's a target there. Yeah. <laughs> even, I mean, Bemidji's a, a big time college town compared to, yeah. 15,000, I mean, we're up there. There you go. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Ari, thank you so much for joining us. We're really excited to tune into the tournament this week. And uh, good luck to, to you and St. Cloud this weekend. Yes, thank you for having me. Awesome. Thanks. Oh, I'm pumped, Rachel. Pumped <laughs> <laughs> to watch some games. Oh, <laughs> definitely. It's going to be interesting to see for sure. I'm excited to tune in. I know. I, I wish. I wish it was a little bit closer. I don't know. If I. I think Matt is tempted to drive up to Bemidji maybe for the final. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe you'll be motivated with Bemidji's in that final game. 
I know. I uh, I got a bunch of texts. Are you coming Wednesday? Are you coming Wednesday? Because it's northern and just a four-hour drive. It's just a four-hour, fifteen drive. No, I'm like you know the old me would have skipped work, but unfortunately, I have to. Go to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to be grown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta grow. People always say, "Close the yearbook on Bemidji." I'm like, never. <laughs> never. Not in sports rooting though. That doesn't, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm excited. I mean, it's, yeah, it is. I mean, Bemidji's already broken record. So that is, I mean, it really is, it's, you know, the pressure's on them to win. And then, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good teams. We'll see. Yeah. All right, cool. We'll see how it goes this weekend. And uh, thank you for joining us, everybody. Mm Bye-bye.